When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. This was my town. What a stupid thing to think. I hear you biting off a brain down. I myself am on the brain. I used to want to be a real man. What's up, three V's? What's up, Diamond Dogs? What's up, Athletic Gerbils? I'm back on my bullshit by saying all three of those. <laughs> I took one week off and now I'm back to it. To be honest, it just came out. Um, how's everybody doing? I'm doing all right. In the studio for the first time in a minute pretty wonderful um that's because we've got the lovely jimmy pardo later on the show whoops i'm banging into desks and shit because i'm used to sitting on my couch um yeah so let's see what's up with me um slightly less sad than last week still sad not just gonna be brutally honest um you know the these things happen i'm also realizing like man, I'm really good at feeling sad as opposed to feeling the other things. So I'm trying to work on feeling those other things a little bit more. So if anybody cares to join me, let's get on in on this uh, having other feelings than sad train. Um, It's leaving the station and I am driving it. So if you want to get on, tickets are free. Um, What else is up with me? This weekend, I'm going to be at the Solid Sound Festival on the 29th, which is sold out. So if you've got a pass already, can't wait to see you. I'm going to be performing that Saturday afternoon, I think around 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. And then uh, the next evening, 7 p.m., I'm going to be at Laugh Boston. So you should totally buy a ticket to that because I think there's a few left. I would love to see you. I'm not going to be sad for shows because that's not really my bag. I don't really do sad shows. Why would you come to a comedy show that's sad? Not going to do that. Uh, So come out to that show. And then the following weekend, All-Star Game weekend, I will be at the Hannah Theater on the 7th, which is also a Sunday. Super into performing on Sundays these days. Um, That's the Hannah Theater in playhouse square in cleveland so you should definitely come to that it's going to be a lot of fun uh get y'all ready for the home run derby and the all-star game in cleveland and thank you to having the all-star game in there because wahoo finally took a back seat you know i spent so much time talking about it and i haven't spent really any time talking about that thing um because i don't uh it's it's uh receded it's not as present. People are still wearing it, but you can't make everybody do what you want. Um, unfortunately, as much as we all want to, you got to let go and let other things happen and uh, not take control. But luckily, the team is not wearing it anymore. They still have the name, but hey, 
it's something. So I'm going to be happy about that. Um, let's see. We've got uh, fantasy updates. I lost to the... Uh, how am I? I'm trying to say this the nicest way. I lost to the team that has won the least. <laughs> so congrats to them on beating me. My pitching has tanked all of a sudden. Lucas Giolito was really crushing it. Now all of a sudden, he's not. But I think he's a two-start starter this week, so hopefully he can redeem himself over the weekend and I can win because there's a three-way tie in my division, one of which is with Mr. Brett Boham. So hopefully um, we can I can, we can figure out this tie and I can beat because I'm playing one of the people in the tie this week. Uh, friend of the show who hasn't yet been on the show, but still friend of the show because he's a big baseball fan, Adam Caton Holland. Uh, so shout out to him. The three of us are in a three way tie. They all have much better players on their team. And mine is all by happenstance, because um, if you remember correctly, I drafted two closers in a row. Thank you, auto draft. Um, what are you going to do? Literally nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, Alvarez on the Astros hitting a lot of home runs. Picked up that guy. We'll see how it goes. Probably going to peter out. So stoked that Cody Bellinger is not doing the home run derby. Literally talking about it yesterday. And like, I not out of any sort of fandom other than I just want to see what this guy can do with this season. And even if he goes completely flat after the all-star break, at least it won't be because of the home run derby. You know what I mean? I like to take that off the table because it really messes with people. And I just don't want to see that. I just don't want to see that happen to that guy because he's having such a great season. And I think it would mess with his rhythm, mess with his timing. And, uh, yeah, I just really don't want to see that happen. So we will be back right after this with some base men's baseball news. Oh, man, we're back. Uh, very much looking forward to this interview. I think you all are going to love it. And also big shout out to uh, Brittany De La Creata. I'm getting better at it. She also like tweeted out how to pronounce her name. And I was like, oh, thank you for this. And then I'm saying it and I'm second guessing myself. Ugh, whatever. Um, Just trying to get better at life. Aren't we all every single day? And you can't do it more than one day at a time. Um, the Dodgers rookies walk it off three games in a row. The Dodgers finished last week as the MLB's hottest team in dramatic fashion, which only lasted until yesterday, uh, sweeping their three-game homestand against the Rockies with three straight walk-off home runs by three different rookies. Matt Beatty on Friday, Alex Verdugo on Saturday, and Will Smith on Sunday. Never before in MLB history had two rookies, much less three walked-off consecutive games. Isn't it fascinating when something that has never happened in 150 years all of a sudden happens? Pretty great. This is why I love this game. Can't really say this for football. Can't really say this for basketball because it's such a, a closed system. You know, there's just not... I mean, you can't... Basketball, yes. Individual stat lines, all those kinds of things. But nothing like this where it's like three nights in a row, three separate rookies all walked off home runs. I just cannot think of a stat in another sport that could compare to something like that. That, oh, hey, this has never happened before. And I just feel like this is my baseline of why I like baseball so much is because something like this could happen. And and honestly, the majority of people on the planet don't care. But the people who care about baseball and somebody maybe catching that stat would be like, huh, that's pretty wild. And maybe not even catch how 
big of a deal that is, but still nonetheless understand it and comprehend it to a certain degree. So uh, I think it's really fascinating. Uh, The Dodgers now sit 12 games up in the NL West and have the most wins at 54 and the highest run differential with plus 130. Um, That has since changed with their loss to the Diamondbacks, but only by not much. Three runs and, you know, they didn't win. So uh, Brett wants to know, is there anything different about this Dodgers team compared to the last few seasons? Do Dodgers fans have reason to be optimistic this year or should they temper their expectations based on recent postseason history? I think uh, the things that are different about this Dodger team compared to the last few seasons is a Cody Bellinger. Um is consistent and becoming a leader on the team, both in defense and offense. Um, I think that their pieces are moving together a little bit better, but I am reluctant to say that it's going to be anything different than the last couple seasons because they still have a bullpen problem. And this is a problem that's across major league baseball, but more, no more, Nowhere else is it more evident, maybe in the Nationals bullpen, unfortunately, is it than in the Dodger bullpen that, I mean, the Arizona game is perfect, is a perfect example of that. Um, just giving up runs super easily. They don't have a bridge and they picked up Joe Kelly. He's not good. <laughs> he's like my, my, uh, teammate Mike is like, did they only watch him in the playoffs? Because he's in, he's, this is how inconsistent he is. And like, yes, I think that's all they looked at. Um, and they wanted a postseason arm, but they didn't realize they didn't have a season arm. So they just, it, Kenley Jansen doesn't have what he used to have and they don't have a bridge. They don't have a good setup, man. Um, and that in the stretch is going to affect them. And then that is also going to affect them in the stretch of the postseason. NLDS, not so much. NLCS starts to. World Series, absolute collapse. (laughs) You know, especially given that Dave Roberts doesn't let his starters go more than five in World Series competition. Um, I just don't don't see how, unless they pick up some considerable arms or make some changes or make some call-ups or something like that, which I don't totally understand because I'm not a professional baseball manager, um, they're just not going to... It's going to be the same story. It's going to be the absolute same story, especially if they're playing somebody like the Yankees who have insane home run potential. Uh, I just don't see how they can overcome their their bullpen. You can't hit that many home runs. I mean, you can, and then you give up just as many, if not more. So I'm very cautiously optimistic. Um, Chris Taylor is hitting like 500 right now, which is fascinating to me. He's uh, Dave Roberts is also like not... Because because of uh, injuries and situations, like he's not as matchup heavy right now. So there's like that going for them. I also worry about in the stretch of the season or in the postseason when he relies completely on matchups for this to all completely tank. So who knows? <laughs> so uh, speaking of tanking, I guess, first half stats. The big story of the first half of the men's baseball season has been home runs, home runs, and more home runs. Here are a few records and milestones in progress to keep track of throughout the second half. Christian Yelich is on pace for 60 home runs, which would make him the sixth player to hit 60 home runs and the first since Roger Maris in 1961, not named Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, or Sammy Sosa. Over his past 160 games, which stretches into last season, Yelich has slashed 344, 429, and 707 with 56 home runs. Okay. (laughs) I mean, wowza. 
The Minnesota Twins have belted 147 home runs so far, a season-long pace of 309 home runs that would destroy the single-season mark of 267 set just last season by the New York Yankees. Let's see if this season New York Yankees can catch up to the Minnesota Twins. I don't doubt it. I absolutely do not doubt it. And uh, entering Monday, 22 players had at least 19 home runs, a 40 homer pace. If 22 players get to 40, that would break the single season record of 17 players from 1996. Only three players hit 40 last season. Um, I mean, it's pretty bonkers. And we got one more. Mets rookie first baseman Pete Alonzo is second to Yelich in the NL with 27 home runs, making he making him a seeming lock to break Cody Bellinger's NL record of 39 home runs and giving him a chance to challenge Aaron Judge's overall rookie record of 52. He also, two days ago, I believe, broke the Mets' rookie record. Um, And it's June. So (laughs) let's see what keeps happening. Hopefully he doesn't enter the home run derby. I feel like that's the kiss of death right there. Uh, Despite the onslaught of home runs this year, defense continues to distinguish the top teams. So far this year, the top five teams in defensive runs saved are the Dodgers at plus 97, the Astros at plus 59. That's a pretty steep drop-off. The Diamondbacks at plus 51, the Twins at plus 50, and the Rays at plus 47. So the Dodgers... There is the there is the ray of hope, which is that they have great defense this year as opposed to last year. Um, their outfield is a lot more solid with Alex Verdugo out there, I believe, and with Cody Bellinger in right field. As much as I love Puig, his consistency out there is helping him play better at the plate and in the field. Uh, four of those teams I just mentioned would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. And the Diamondbacks have remained competitive despite losing three of their best players from 2018 and currently sit only two games back from the NL wildcard. So keep your eye on the Diamondbacks. They're not going anywhere soon. Um, also, I, I read a little Instagram photo. Speaking of home runs, um, someone was asking Rob Manfred why they're hitting so many home runs this year. Um, and that's been a consistent question in uh, men's Major League Baseball for a couple seasons because the the home run numbers are just uh, rising through the roof. And he was like, they're getting better. I, I, I think I can't tell if he was saying the manufacturing of the ball is getting better, that they're like centering the pill, the sort of core of the ball better, or if he was saying that hitters are barreling on the center of the ball better. Either way... The balls are definitely juiced and they're different, but they're different every year. So the context is the balls are different. Are they doing it to make more home runs? I don't know. Are they in bed with like the cable networks so that uh, they hit more home runs because that's what people want to see on TV? I I don't know. It's a great question. But also uh, the shift has something to do with it. I was explaining to someone the other day, they were like, does this person play second base that often? And I was like, no, that's the shift. And then uh, we got in, I got into the shift with somebody else where like, just trying to explain the basics of it, which is like, it's so ridiculous. And I think I, I feel like I've explained it on here, but if you've, you've never, if you don't know what the shift is and you're like, what is the shift? The shift is something that's been happening in baseball like forever. And I would say each individual player has always shifted to, to some degree based on each pitch. Like even when I play on Sundays and I play second base, um, then there's not a lot of left-handed hitters. But 
after the first pitch, if it's not a hit and it is a foul ball, that gives me a good read on, well, the ball's coming over here. And typically my first baseman will be like, it's coming to us. And so based off of that, I will move to my left or my right or in or out or, you know, a combo of both. And that's shifting, you know, even though it's like just one person and moving around and each person is doing it. But the shift in men's major league baseball is uh, you'll see players pull out like a list of the batter's stats or information on each batter. And they're basing the shift off of where that batter tends to hit the most. And they'll usually put a graphic on on the field that shows like percentages of where they typically hit to. And then also their pitcher is pitching to that type of contact and the majority of contact where that hitter hits to. So then once that was implemented in around like 2007, 2008, 2009, somewhere around there, maybe 2011, uh, as like the modus operandi of baseball in general, it then became like popular opinion that the only way you can beat the shift is by hitting a home run. So then you have this whole fly ball revolution where everyone is trying to hit home runs. And and then we've talked about the uh, three true options um, or three t- true outcomes of, of every hitter. So you're talking about something that is just very deeply ingrained in the game that then who who could tell if it's the ball or the game changing around it? I can't really tell anymore, but I do know that hitters are hitting a lot of home runs and they're probably the strongest they've ever been in all of baseball and the healthiest they've ever been in all of baseball. So you have all of these things coming together to allow for the most home runs to be hit of all time. Also, the most foul balls are hit of all time. So Yes, home runs are through the roof, but so are foul balls because everybody's trying to hit home runs. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of like, all right, this is what baseball is like right now. And uh, you don't get a ton of no hitters these days. Just a bunch at the beginning of the season when everybody was like tuning up to uh, to the regular season. I would love to see another one. Mike Fears early on in the season um, would love to see another one down the stretch, but I don't know if we'll see it, especially from teams that are in contention because they want to save those arms for later. Now we've got a rosin bag, which I'm really excited about. Sorry about starting the root beer thing and then just not doing it. I haven't had a root beer in like forever, so I'll get back into it one of these days. One of these days I'll get a root beer, but I just kind of forgot about it because I'm a human and I I just forgot. Um, So AJ Andrews at NeoAC18 asks, what do you think of this all-star primary voting method? Is the extra step necessary to get the players people want to see in the game? Also, should the fans still have the power to decide starters? I think it's like so complicated and I was just happy to vote, <laughs> you know, like just as many like five times and then be like, OK, cool, I've done it. Um, I think it's really weird. I've said before on the episode, I think it's really weird to like replicate the actual democratic process of how we elect presidents in this country <laughs> and then pop it onto. I mean, maybe it'll get more people involved in that. I don't know. I guess I hope so. I, I don't know. That would be one positive outcome. That would be a walk as opposed to a strikeout. But um, yeah, it's strange to me. And I think um, I, I think fans should still have the power to decide starters. I mean, we don't have any voice in the pitchers. So I feel like the All-Star game is who is the All-Star game for if, if, other than the players? if not the fans. And also, I would argue, what is baseball for, if not for the fans? You know what I mean? It's like, just do, just let the fans decide everything. Not everything, but a lot of everything. Especially the all-star voting. So, AJ, that's what I say about it. I think it's strange and weird. I'm not gonna 
uh, protest it in any way because I have other things I need to do with my life. But <laughs> I think it's strange. But hey, we're, people are talking about it. We're talking about it right now. And that's probably what they wanted us to do. And then we've got Johnson R. Cool, which is that a real name? I don't know. Uh, people say that about my name, too. So, Johnson, if it's your real name, I apologize. Uh, I live in Australia. I just started watching MLB last year. I want to try playing baseball. What advice do you have for someone who is starting to play at a later age, who isn't usually very sporty, and who is new to the game? Also, they say thank you, which is very nice. Um, I would say, what advice do I have? Um I think, number one, there's so many great tutorials on YouTube that you can get into and start small. Number one, find somebody you like and trust to play catch with. That's a great way to build a friendship, great way to build up your arm and your catching skills and your, you know, like your hand-eye coordination and just get comfortable with that part of the game. And then um, I would say if you want to learn how to hit... Get yourself a tee. You can probably get one for 30 or 40 bucks, maybe used or something like that, and start hitting the ball off of a tee um, instead of trying to go to a batting cage because that is batting cages are very difficult and most of them are very recreational. And it's not the people that are successful in batting cages are people who have trained and played this sport for a long time. And so you'll go and watch people be like crushing the ball and you'll be like, I don't understand why I can't do this. It's also even the slowest pitch in a baseball batting cage is still going to be too fast if you've never really done it. So the best way to build up your confidence in terms of hitting, which is one of the hardest things to do in all of sports, is to get a tee and Look at a couple YouTube t- tutorials of like beginning tea hitting. You can even just find them on Instagram um, and slow them down and watch how somebody does it. Watch all the parts of their body and then just try to replicate that and have fun. Um, don't try to hit too hard. Just like hit the ball in into like a net or a fence or something um, and just like do 10 of those. And then if you start to feel confident, you can soft toss to yourself, which is taking one, the top hand and sort of tossing the ball just a little bit higher than your eye line and hitting it from there. And if you have a buddy, maybe they can soft toss for you. So those are my recommended first steps. And then once you get out there, like see see what other friends are into the sport and see if you can build like a little team, get a couple people together and you can just like do batting practice and toss to your friend and learn how to do it and learn how to field and stuff and just get a big bucket of balls and go have some fun. That would be my recommendation for getting started playing baseball. And we'll be back right after this with my friend and yours, Jimmy Pardo. Oh man, we're back and I cannot wait for our next guest. And I don't have to wait because he's right here. Host of Never Not Funny. One of the funniest guys on the planet, Jimmy Pardo. Welcome to Three Swings. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. I was just on your podcast yesterday. You were. I believe that. I don't know when this episode drops, but me, your, yeah. yours will come out uh, the 25th. What's today? Great. I love some time. It's the 25th. Then 26th. Okay, great. It's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Which is yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. I don't know when this one's going to come out. I like messing with time travel on the podcast. Okay. You know what I mean? I do know um, what I mean. That was a great time. It was so great to be on your podcast. Thank and you. I'm so glad you're able to make it on this one because I know you're a big baseball fan. I do enjoy the game of baseball. They call it our national pastime. They do call it that from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been a fan of baseball? Whole about time? A week, about a week, week and a half. Right week and a half? Area, great. That's, days. I mean, that's like what most people that listen to the podcast mm-hmm. have only... It's been around for a year. They've only liked baseball for about a week. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a late I'm a uh, I'm a late. I don't know why I turned into a pizza maker. <laughs> I'm a late. Uh, I want to say my first game 
It was a Cubs game. And Boo. Then, just kidding. Uh, Sorry. I got to keep I, that I know, joke going. You got to do your nonsense. I got to do my lost. bit. Oh, yeah. We lost the World Series. Now we can't be happy. <laughs> uh, I'm out of clothes. Yeah. Um, I uh, did you say I'm mad at clothes? Clothes, yeah, because yeah. that's people are. What are you mad? You're mad at clothes. Yeah, yeah, at the you're end right. Of the day, you're mad you're at right. jerseys. Yeah, yeah the sure. jersey. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's an entire city. It's like people hate. You know, like people, I'm mad at well, an entire city, Jimmy. I know you are. I'm going broader. Sure, yeah. And you know, people get mad at like, oh, I hate Albert Bell. He, he's awful. I hate the White Sox sign him. Isn't Albert Bell the greatest? <laughs> the greatest is ever. It's like no. Yeah. You, so you're T-shirts. happy now that he's wearing a shirt. Yeah, sure. Um. So we saw the Cubs. My dad took my brother and I to see the Cubs. I will never remember who they were playing. And then my second game, I went to see the White Sox. I want to say in 1976. Cool. Right in that area. Maybe we went sooner than I don't remember it. Bicentennial. Right, 200 years of this beautiful country. <laughs> um, and uh, I was just, that was it. I was, I mean, I was hooked on Major League Baseball. I, of course, played around in my neighborhood with the other children mm-hmm. played baseball. But did you? And did you play Little League at all? I did play Little League. Yeah. Do you want to ask me if I was good? Uh no. Okay. Were you good? No, it was horrible. Oh, God. I was horrible. I thought maybe you were going to be like, yes. What position did you play? I played um, second base. Nice. Well, as a as a little, little leaguer, I played right field, which yeah. is, of course, where they put the kids that don't know what they're doing. Sure. And then um, I would play left field or second base. Nice. And I was, um, I don't think I was good. I don't think no? I was good. No. But did you like playing it? I loved it. I loved every second of being there. It's so great, right? Yeah. It's so fun to just like be outside all day long. Yeah. And we would. I was telling my son, Oliver, uh, my 11-year-old son, that we used to wake up in the morning and then we would uh, Mm -hmm. do whatever had to be done at the house during the summer. We would would all ride our bikes to the park and at nine o'clock, we would play a a pickup baseball game. Yeah. Because you lived in the Sandlot, like I said on the other podcast. Yes. It's a nice crossover of the same joke. Sure. I'm glad you heard a second time (laughs) in a different environment. It's Yeah. It's it's, it's Um, so funny. Uh, but yeah, we play, that was it. And so then, uh, and, but I became a White Sox fan. I want to say in, in, in I want to say 76, could have been 75, but I think 76. Mm-hmm. But you're not, and you told me this, we went to a, a Dodger game, mm-hmm. um, Dodger Cubs game mm-hmm. two weeks ago. And you told me this, that you're not one of those Chicago fans and I'll broadly say Chicago fans, because there's a huge rivalry between Sox fans and Cubs fans, there but is. you're not one of those people. No, don't care. Were you ever one of those people? No. No, never. No, because my, my brother was a Cub fan. Sure. And so we, we you know, our, our house liked the Cubs and the Sox. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I probably like the Sox more than my brother liked the Cubs, although he's come, uh, he's, he's become quite the Cub fan as he's gotten older. But um, we just like, I just like baseball. I just kind of dug it. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, and basically, and, and uh, not basically, but also we grew up in Chicago, you know, we had WGN and the Cubs were on all the time. So like, and the White Sox were on sporadically uh, sure. growing up. Um, so I, I liked being able to watch baseball. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And also like, who again, who cares? Yeah. But I grew up with Why so many people. Why cause yourself that sort of harm? I, you know? But like, people do. No, They're, I get it. People I went to high school with, people that I grew up in my neighborhood would be like, oh, it's a great day. Sox won, Cubs lost. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, it's a great day. Well, the Sox, well, Sox were off today. Yeah, but the Cubs still lost. God, really? Yeah. That's, that brings you joy? Somebody yeah. else failing? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm trying not to get it more. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know. But you boo the to, Cub every I, chance I, you I, get. Well, that's a joke. I don't know if you know what comedy is then. <laughs> I mean, that's a good question. I don't really know. Do any of us know? No. I don't think so. No, we don't. Do you like, do you, let me ask you this. Do you prefer to watch a game or listen to a game? Oh. Do you have a preference? Well, I prefer to watch it. I do enjoy watching yeah. it. I, uh, But I do, you know, I, I love 
being um, like when I used to work the road and, and I still do from time to time on, in, in the Midwest, I would love getting in my car after a gig and I would have to drive either back to the hotel or maybe even back home for hours. And, oh, uh, the, the Sox are playing Oakland yeah, and I get to hear right. a the last four innings of the West Coast game as I was leaving my gig. So yeah. um, I do love listening to it. I'm not a kid. This is I, I don't like saying this publicly that much, but I'm not a huge fan of the White Sox radio guys. Sure. I think they're both great guys. They're both great players. Ed and Farmer. Who, who and D- are, oh, yeah. Ed Sorry. Farmer does play by play. And uh, Darren Jackson does the um, mm-hmm. um, the color. And now they've added Andy Mazur to the booth as well. And Andy's great. Um, and Ed and, and Darren are great. They seem like they were great players. and They were great guys. But I don't uh, I liked Ed when he was a color guy for John Rooney. Got it. Uh, who is not with the Cardinals. Yeah. So it does make it difficult if you don't like yes. the radio. But when it was people that you did like, did you like the radio more? Well, again, most of my life listening, I, I've had I had Harry Carey, who was with the right. White Sox before he went to the Cubs. Mm-hmm. So I had Harry Carey and then I had uh, Hawk Harrelson, Ken the Hawk Harrelson, right. who uh, the world hates. <laughs> yeah. And I loved him. Right. I thought he was fun. I thought mm-hmm. he brought, uh, yes, he told the same stories over and over and over, but um I mean, honestly, so did Vin Scully. Well, you know, the fact I mean, that Vin Scully is revered as the greatest of all time when he will tell you, like, on game three, the same story he told you game one about, yeah. the thing about Travis Lee is he loves the yo-yo. <laughs> right. That's a legit quote. Yeah, I believe you. That happened on a Major League Baseball th- yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, He told, like, a whole thing about, not arsenic, but some other poison, like, on opening day. And I mean, while I love it, I heard him tell it three more times that season. Right. And also, I'm not going like, well, he's shit because of it. But it's right. like, it is also funny. It, but I, I mean, both things are true. Is he one of the greatest? Absolutely. But also some of this stuff is like, well, he's told the same story 25,000 yeah. times. And I was always, I would always love that. I would, I would love to talk to a Rick Monday or, or um, Ross Porter who, you know, were uh, both. Uh, How do you well, end up with a name like Rick Monday? You well, know, you know, you are, uh, you, your father's last name is Monday yeah, and then they chose the name Rick as the first name. Yeah. I I'm mean, guessing that's, that's how. Yeah. That's pretty straightforward. I don't know way. a lot about. But how do, how does a family become named after a day of the week? You know the, what I mean? The Mondays. Cause you don't know any uh, Thursdays, it's do a, you? It's a case of, yeah, you don't know that many. What do you know? You go hang out with Johnny Tuesday. You don't know that guy. That guy's <laughs> a character and, and, and you'd get a network note telling you that it doesn't sound real. Jenny Wednesday. I don't think so. You wouldn't. But Wednesday, Wednesday Adams, Adams, of course. Yes. yes. Uh, but Rick Monday, we're, we're, we're all, you're right. We we're should all very do play happy by with play, it. I feel like, yeah. Rick Monday, totally good. But everybody else. Um, but I, uh, uh, what was my point about uh, Vin Scully? Oh, I, I would love to know why he was never, like, why he never had a uh, sidekick. Like, he never had a, oh, yeah. an analyst with him. It was always just him painting yeah, the picture. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I don't know. Did they, know. Did they just always feel like he was enough? Seemed like I got to hear that Travis Lee yo-yo story. So I don't need somebody interrupting that thing. And over. Yeah. And over again. The thing about Travis Lee is he loves, you can't see him in the clubhouse without the (laughs) yo-yo. Yes, Vin, we got it. He likes the yo-yo. Write that in your box score. Um, (laughs) Do you you know how to keep score in a baseball game? I I did, and I probably could do it if if you handed it to me and said, I will give you $1,000 if you fill this out. I probably could get it. $1,000? All right. You offer me more? No. Less? Yes. Okay. How much are you offering me? $25. I'm still doing it. Okay, great. Yes. To the next a, time we to go to the game. Yeah, sounds but good. Then, you know, but that said, I, I like also like being in the moment. And I kind of feel like if you're yeah. doing that. Yeah. You, what, I, I th- whenever I see guys keeping score at the game, I think they're showing off. And I don't know who they're showing oh, off for. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, everybody. <laughs> the stadium. The stadium. Because yeah. they think everybody's watching them do that. Yeah. But everybody doesn't everybody think everybody's watching them do something? 
I think there's a camera on me at all times. Yeah, yeah all so. the time. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to break that habit too. Yeah. Um. So that game was great that we went to. What's how many? Have you been? Are you a person that's like visited a lot of baseball stadiums? I've been to a bunch, but there's also a bunch, of, and certainly with the uh, with these new stadiums that I've mm-hmm. not been to. But there was a time I was uh, at the. Let's see. There's 30. Uh, I probably was at 20 at one point, but I wow. think it's less than that now because of sure. these rebuilds. It's less in the context of new stadiums. So what? Yeah. What 20 have you been to? Can you recall? Oh, all geez. Of them? that's so uh, many. Maybe it's not even 20. Maybe it's. Uh, you know what? I bought. It's two. I've been to two stadiums. Jimmy, that's that's drastically different number. <laughs> I really over. I you just put a zero behind the number. Uh, all right, hang on. Let's go. Uh, let's let's see. go. San Francisco. Yeah. Oakland. Yeah. San Diego. Los Angeles, uh, Anaheim. There's five. That's the five California, That's five. right? Great. Yep. Did I get all of them? I did. Yes. Texas, Texas yep. Rangers, Houston Astros. Yes. Okay. That's Texas. Uh, the two in Chicago, Wrigley and, yep. uh, and uh, now guaranteed rates. So there's nine. And I would assume old Comiskey as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm just going to go by the cities. What's, yeah, sure. Uh, Cleveland. Yep. Cincinnati. Yes. Can I ask only just because I want to know? Municipal Stadium or Jacobs Field? Both. Wow. Both. Great. Um, Did you sit behind a pole at Municipal Stadium? I, uh, I, I, that was what it was really known for. Seats behind poles. I can't remember. But all the stadiums <laughs> at that time were. The Wrigley yeah. Field still is. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and the old Comiskey was certainly, uh, you, if, if a family of four went, one of the three could be, be uh, stuck behind a girder. <laughs> yeah. Which right. is like, you know, uh, awful. All right. What am I up to? Is anybody counting? Is anybody keeping track of this? It's fun not to. Apparently, I think it was somewhere Uh, around 10. uh, Milwaukee, St. Louis, Mm -hmm. Kansas City. um, Any in uh, Pennsylvania? No, never. I've not been to Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. I've Mm -hmm. not been to either New York. Mm -hmm. I've not been to Boston. Yeah. I've not been to Miami. Mm -hmm. I've not been to Tampa. Mm -hmm. Uh, Detroit, I mentioned. Uh, mentioned No, you didn't. Been to Detroit, both... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, both new and old. The old one I went to one time, I was working in Detroit as a standing up comedian and I arrived and I said to the woman, because uh, it was at a time where I was obsessed with baseball. Yes. And I said, you know, give me the best seat you have. And she went, I'm not going to do that to you. <sighs> and I said, what do you mean? She goes, I'm going to say this and you sit where you want. And, wow. and I bought like a, at the time, like Detroit. a four or $6 ticket and sat Right behind uh, home plate. Wow. And had the best, uh, might have had my own section. Like there was nobody there. <laughs> yeah. I literally was looking over Mickey Tettleton's wow. uh, back as he was catching. Wow. It was a great seat. And yeah, I, I thank seat. that woman to this day yeah. for not charging me the $32 she should have, <laughs> which would wow. now be $175 yeah, ticket of course. or whatever. But uh, did I leave? Who did I leave out? Minnesota. I've been to Minnesota. Yes. Uh, both Minnesotas. Target uh, Field is wonderful. Yes, I never it is. went to the other one before, but yeah, that it was, wasn't as awful as everybody uh, everybody ragged on it. It wasn't that sure. bad. Oh yeah, because it was the dome. Yeah, yeah, those are kind of weird. Um, it turns out then- I was watching highlights from the Dodger Diamondbacks game last night because there was that Nick Ahmed catch at uh, shortstop. I don't okay. know if you saw that. I did not leaping see that. grab, um, and it just really caught me. No pun intended. How futuristic it looked because I, you know, when when the game is evolving as you're watching it, you're not really paying attention to how. But I was like, this looks like Demolition Man or something, you know, just like how big the LEDs were and the fake, like just all of it. Yeah. I really took in how much like, oh, this looks like future baseball. Yeah. You know, I feel that way. I don't follow (laughs) football at all. Sure. Yeah. Whenever I turn it on, like. 
let's say the Chicago Bears are involved and I want to have a conversation with my family because yeah. they follow it and I want to be part of the conversation. Um, I will turn on the game and that that's futuristic to me, like seeing those drone cameras and, and then <laughs> the how, on-field the animations. On-field graphics, it's, like what is happening? What is happening? It looks like there's, a video game. There's a number everywhere. There's yeah. a line everywhere. There's the line telling you what they think they should do. Here's the line yeah. what they did do. Here's the line <laughs> where ninety uh, percent chance of that happening. Like yeah, it used to just be watching guys run on grass. That yeah. was it. And it was like very an dirty man, and falling apart. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't like football. Too much stuff going on. I don't like it. I. Do, it, is baseball the only sport that you like? I follow golf a little bit. I used to follow golf a lot. But mm-hmm. I followed do it a little golf? bit. I do, but I'm not. I'm, I, yeah, I was on the golf hard. team in high school. Oh, okay. And I was good for a while, and now I'm. Uh, my joke is, and I'm, it's not really a joke. It's, it's pretty accurate. I will shoot a 92, no matter if it's the easiest course or the hardest course. Sure. Is 92 shoot, good? No, I don't really know anything about par seventy two. It's twenty over oh, par. Okay, okay, yeah. But I think people would be happy. Most people are like, hey, if I break a hundred, I'm happy. Yeah. So I'll shoot a ninety two. No matter okay, what, you take me to Riviera and have <laughs> me compete with the pros. I'm going to shoot my ninety two. <laughs> yeah. And if you bring me to a par three course, I'm somehow going to shoot a ninety two. Wow. Well, consistent. Yeah. That's good. That's what I'm about. Yeah. Consistency, if nothing else. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about golf and thought it would be fun, and then I was like, this is very long. But you and for uh, somebody that likes baseball, for yeah. me to say this is very long is. It must be really long. And you enjoy – now, let me ask you a couple of questions about yourself. Please. And you don't have to answer any Let's of Let's switch it around. Um, and this is going to sound like a really awkward question this far into this. Okay. Rhea? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's, that's question yep. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, question two is, um, will you watch all nine innings on a television? Oh, for sure. You will. And and now, are you doing anything else during that? You're uh, you balancing your checkbook? Are you doing anything? No. To- I mean, usually these days, this season, I will be honest, I haven't been watching as much baseball as I usually do. Why? I don't know. I don't actually have an answer. Do you it, think? I'm it gonna... was like an outlet. It was a thing that was feeding me in a way. Because like, you just mentioned, you know, I was really obsessed with baseball this at this time. And um, I'm just a little less obsessed with it than I have been the last couple of years. It was something that I, uh, like my grand, I grew up watching it in my house. And everybody in my house kind of watched it. But me and my grandmother would watch it a lot together. And then when she died, she was in the hospital and I was spending time with her. We were watching baseball, you know? And so then I, it like got me back into it. Yeah. And then it was like a way to sort of have that relationship, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, and keep that around. And sort of, I think that that's not, you know, that's not what I'm doing right now. You know, have, building a different relationship with myself oh, as God. opposed to someone that's dead. Yeah. Because they're not here anymore. But not to be super morose, but um, mm, I just I haven't been watching. It hasn't been filling the void as much as I You don't need it to fill the I void. I don't need it you got to other right stuff now. To I've it. got other stuff and I'm just focusing on other things right now. And I play it and so my right. connection to it is more the the activity of playing it. But also fantasy baseball. So when I do watch a game, which I will say, and and this season I've I've only gone to three games and all of them I've left before the well not all of them. Two out of the three I've left before the end, which is something I never did before. But I'm also just like loosening my grip on like why was I staying? To like prove something to people. It's like the guys keeping the score yeah. and the, you know, it's like, why do I need to do this to say like, oh, I've never left. Like it, it who cares? Yeah, Literally who cares? You know, except some for me. D head is out there that will judge you. It's like, oh, yes. you, you leave. So you're not a real fan. But, no, I'm a real fan. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't want to stay that day. I guess that's also what I've realized is like there, no matter what, they're going to judge whether I'm a real fan because yeah. I'm not a dude. So like baseline, they'll be like, eh, you know, like 
anytime I wear a hat, this, that, you know, whatever, the assumption is that it's just for fun and I don't know what that is. So I'm never going to defeat that. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want my life to be about defeating strangers judging me. Right. Because like, that's not. But it's hard to do, isn't it? It's hard to do. It's easier, a little easier to understand as you get older. As yes. I try to tell my 11-year-old son this as he's yes. dealing with that in school. Oh, um, yeah. But, you know, you you want to fit in and you want to deal with all that and you and you want to make sure, oh, I hope they're not, I'm wearing the right things. I hope I'm yeah. doing the right stuff so that everybody likes me. Yeah. And then at some point you say, who cares? And then deep down, you still kind of care. You still kind of care. And it's hard to let go of, but yeah. that's kind of what I'm focusing on as opposed to some like, you know, like white knuckling got to do all the baseball stuff so I can be the most baseball. Yeah, I no, I get it. I <laughs> I was there. I, I I think a lot of it has to do with and I don't, I don't want to get political, but I think since the election in 2016, sure. I admit that my brain may not be able to like I like I, I watch a lot more news than I was mm-hmm. previously. OK. And so I would watch baseball and that would fill that gap and fill that void and I would enjoy it. But now I kind of I find myself listening to POTUS on Sirius XM or, mm-hmm. or uh, when I would would have been in the past going, oh, great, the, uh, any, game, <laughs> right. any game is on. Any game, yeah. And I'd listen to, you know, the Mariners A's yeah. and I don't I don't care for fantasy baseball reasons. I would care, but I yeah. don't really – I would be, oh, I just love baseball. But now it's listening to POTUS or listening to MSNBC. And I think that's kind of taken over for me anyway in the last few years where I still enjoy baseball, but I feel like there's maybe more going on. Sure, yeah, there's other things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of at the same place where I'm like, oh, personal relationships might be a little more important than like whether I watch a full game every single day right. of the summer. And maybe your relationships didn't work because you were watching a full game. It's possible. Every night during the summer. It's possible. I don't know anything about your personal uh, life. I'm sure. kidding when I say that. I mean, hey, when you're accurate, you're accurate. Yeah. I do know it affected one of my relationships uh, back in the 90s um, before I met my beautiful wife, Danielle. And I would, I was on the road a lot. And whenever I would come back to Chicago for, you know, the few days off in the summer, I would be like, well, we're going to go to the Sox. We're going to go see the Sox. Sure. They're in town. We're going to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then I'm back yeah. on the road. And it, I guess at some point, maybe she got sick of that. Yeah. Like, re- she wasn't really? into it. Every night off, we're going to go to a baseball game. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we are. Right. And uh, a little surprised she didn't have much interest in that. She enjoyed yeah. it. But I think at some point, it's like, you know, this I, isn't what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So. You got to make those choices. Yeah. Um, but I do the when I do watch baseball. The other th- I I sometimes you know we'll get up like do some housework stuff like that. Right. Just little things that noticing so that I'm not uh, letting my house fall apart. But uh, the thing I usually do is just check fantasy baseball over and over again. Yeah. When I'm watching, because it feels like it's a little bit of a second screen experience. Because you can sort of watch other games while you're mm. watching that one. Usually, I, I if if there's a because I can't watch the Dodgers. That's also a big part of Wait, why what? I, oh, you, oh, I don't you have can, spectrum. Oh, you cannot. Or I watch. have it. But I thought I, you meant you can't. Just, there's like I can't no, watch. Those I can't people. watch those guys. No, I just don't want to spend two hundred dollars. So is every, that much money? I think so. To get spectrum or whatever it is to get the whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot of money. Oh. And I just I don't I can't uh, justify that. But do you have the you, you don't have the MLB package? I do, but you can't watch you it. You still can't watch the Dodgers. The, if, if you, it has to be the spectrum. You have to have. That network, you have to have the tier that allows you access to LA Sportsnet or whatever. And they're saying that's hurting attendance because I, people cannot be as invested. But yet, uh, we I went to two games. Sure. Now, granted, they were playing the Cubs. I understand that everybody from Chicago yes. comes out to watch yeah. those. Those two games were jammed with people. Yes. Um, I think that when people talk about it hurting attendance, I think it's more over time than like the current season because they're doing so well. I feel like people are showing up. But the concern is that the 
fandom of younger people will That's drop it. off That's because yeah. the access to just like, but I think when you're talking about, uh, I, I think they have a, the benefit of such a big city where people just wear Dodger stuff because they live here yeah. and kids seeing that are like committed enough. But does that mean that they're going to care to go to the stadium when bleacher seats are $50 in 10 I, years? It's or? ridiculous how much they are. It's, I, I hate yeah. to sound like that old man, but they, I mean, it they, is they ridiculous. really are. It's, it's <clears throat> so much money. And yeah. then to eat for two people to eat, it's forty dollars. Forty bucks. So, like, that's another. You know, you get decent seats, two hundred dollars for the seats, forty dollars to eat, and that's one round of eating. Right. And you're there that's, for four hours. Yeah, it's it's. And uh, parking is twenty or thirty bucks. Twenty five dollars for general parking. Yeah. Twenty. When I first moved here, I was uh, boring somebody else with this. Uh, when I first <laughs> moved to Los Angeles in nineteen hundred ninety five, the year of our Lord, um, we would go to a lot of games because. Um, uh, they were cheap. Top of the park yeah. were six dollars, right? And parking was ten bucks. Yeah. So we would all four of us would get on a car, and we would split up the parking. So that'd be like two fifty each, and then hot, like we could do all of it for twenty dollars. Yeah. And because we had nothing else to do, we were new to town, and we weren't getting a lot of stage time, and and so on and so forth. And so we'd go, well, let's go see a Dodgers game. You'd be there, like you say, for yeah. four hours. For under twenty bucks, that was great. Yeah. Now you can't even park for that. You can't says park old for man that. Pardo. Yeah, but it's true. It's it's true, and I just don't know how you sustain that, especially when you know wages. Yeah. Let's get leftist, but uh, <laughs> it's just yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me because to me, like baseball was it. It's the pastime, you know, yeah. but TV and advertising and all that stuff has made its way in. And that's it what's has. more important. And certainly here, like you say, for kids not to be able to watch. And of course, I know soccer has really taken over for yeah. this uh, young generation. They seem to be more obsessed with that than than baseball. Yeah. And, and basketball, too, I guess. Access to playing baseball has shrunk. Yeah. Because it's all travel ball and you have to have X amount of money. You have to have so much equipment to play it. It's just right. not what it used to be. Um, and they're not really doing anything about it. Well, and <laughs> I, I also know that, you know, where I grew up, and again, it, it was a different time, and but that speaks to it. It's like I said, we would all, everybody, you know, 18 of us would meet at a park and play. Sure, yeah. Whereas like where we live, I, I wouldn't say, hey, yeah, Oliver, get on your bike and go to the park and right. play with those yeah. other 18 kids and we'll see you in three hours. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if 18 kids would do that. Right. So I don't like, there's not that. There's not that. For them to find the game and and find the joy in it. Yeah. But the video game, you can play the video game pretty easily. 18 people in their houses. (laughs) Yeah, I would imagine you could. You play the show. Uh, Um, But back to, so you you play fantasy baseball. How long have you been playing fantasy baseball? Since 1992, I want to say. That's a minute. Um, It is. Are you in the same league from 92? The one from, here's what happened. The one from 92 Finally fell apart last year. Wow. You know, and people would come and go. And, sure. Um, but that was the one that uh, that I had been in the longest. And then in 93, I apologize, not 92. It was 93 was the first one. Okay. 94. Thank you for the correction. I don't want, I want any, everything to be accurate. I don't want any story. To I come don't want me. anybody to tweet at us that this was uh, wrong. 94, we started a, uh, that was a national league uh, only. Oh, okay. And then we started an American league only. And um, that one is still together. That's the wow. one that is still around, um, uh, what is that, 30-something, is that 30? 20, 23 years later. 25? Yeah. 25. Wow. That's- 25 years, yeah. Congrats on that. And uh, two of us are still in it. Two, two, me and this guy, Tony. Two OGs? Yeah, although Tony's not in this year. Again, I don't okay. want the historians to get upset. Right, yep. he, he had to- uh, Accuracy. Uh, but he's going to be back next year. Oh, all right. Have you ever won that I, league? I used to- Here's the thing. I'll bore you with this. 
bore me. When there, when you didn't have access to all this information on the World Wide Web. Sure. And you could only look at box scores. Yeah. And, and I was just get, guessing. And I was great. Yeah. And I would win or at least finish in the top three pretty consistently. Wow. Now that the internet has come into it, I don't know why my brain has changed where I can't just still wake up in the morning and go, I'll look at the box scores and then feel yeah. my team because I'm like you. I, like if I'm watching a game, I'm looking at the, at yeah. the scores and seeing what's happening. And uh, I'm not good at it. And I don't – there's nothing – I always like to say, there's nothing I love more than fantasy baseball. Uh, and there's nothing I love more that I'm horrible at. Sure. I'm not good. I'm yeah. not good at it. Yeah. I love the draft. I, I will draft. If you said to me, uh, hey, Jimmy, uh, we need a guy tomorrow. We're doing a half-league draft. I'm yeah. in. I love the yeah. draft. I love everything about it. And yeah. then I just suck. <laughs> I love it too, but it's, I spend, I put way too much into it Mm -hmm. and not, it's not even time at this point, but it's like, I just, why am I committing this amount of my heart to this thing? Yeah. It's purely recreational and it means nothing. It, it means (laughs) nothing. I mean, I'm in one league though. It's a head to head league and I'm not a fan of head to head. Uh, That's categories (sighs) or points or. It's kind of the combo where it's like if if both of our, if if I was playing you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you would get, uh, yeah, I guess it's, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, you'd get, uh, points for each category you won. Oh, okay. So if you had 12 home runs and I had 11, you would get that category. So, you, right. you know, you, oh yes. Like you I'm could, in one of those. I'm in one of those and then two. points. Yeah. Uh, and the points are the other ones, which I, uh, the uh, season long, which I prefer. Yeah. Um, where you accumulate the stats. Yep. Um, I, I want to win that one so badly because when I joined the league, they acted like I didn't understand fantasy baseball. Sure. I didn't understand head to head. I'll give them that yeah, much. It took yeah. me a little while to understand how to yeah, do that. Yeah, you got to figure it out. I was really uh, guessing at it when I was first started. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a different uh, animal. And especially, it's daily matchups. It's daily matchups. And it's like, okay, I'm going to have that pitcher play and I'm, yeah. I'm going to sit this guy down and it's right. all that. And it's like, I like setting my roster on Sunday and then next Sunday figuring it out. Yeah. And if somebody got hurt in the week, you went, out, oh, damn it. Yeah. And then, but it happened to everybody. Right. Um. I much prefer that. Me too. Because with head to head, if you if you it's look, it's so much work. Oh my guy got hurt. Oh this guy, they're not going to play him. This guy's seat. Uh, this guy's benched. And if you don't catch that in time, mm-hmm. you got three guys on your roster that aren't. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. all that stuff. All that. And there, but there's other guys that are sitting at their cubicle that are plenty of time. Bing, oh, change that roster. Change yep. that roster. And I'm trying to be funny, man. <laughs> Trying to have, have time a for this. Uh, ah, just kick the sorry. Oh God, um, you're off the podcast. Um, thank you for your time. So, I mean, this yes. has been wonderful talking to you, and I just want to hear. We're, what, we're done like, already. Yeah, pretty soon. How long have we been? To, how long have we been chatting? No way. Yeah. Forty-eight minutes. Yeah. I just want to hear what your thoughts are for the season. Like, do you have any predictions? And they don't need to be like. I'm not going to hold you to anything. I said the Tampa Bay Rays were going to win the AL East, and I've quickly retracted that. I think that's a great call. Why are you retracting well, that? Well, I mean, the Yankees, Yankees are so stinking good. <laughs> they're really, they've got a lot. Yeah. They've just got a lot going for them. They do. But I do think the twin, they're the Rays will still be in the playoffs. Rays will make the playoffs. Yankees will make the playoffs. There's two. Do you think Cleveland can no. close the gap with the Twins? I don't, I don't, I don't I think, think the Twins either. will be there. And I, I think, think Cleveland is too depleted. They uh, didn't spend any money. No. And they, in fact, they, they got rid of money, right? Yeah. Didn't they uh, ship some guys off? They did. And then weren't there, there was talk of getting rid of- uh, They got Bowers, and that was like about it. The great Jake Bowers. The great Jake Bowers. You got him. It's a real baseball name, though. Uh, it is a real baseball name. I yeah, like they got that. Carlos back, Edwin Encarnacion, who is now Yankee. Yeah. And had has, what, three or four home runs already. 
in a in like two weeks. That's all he does. Yeah. It's like Jay Bruce going to the Parrot. Phillies. It's yeah. like, Jay Bruce Grand is done. Slam. Yeah. yeah, here's nine home runs in seven days, jerks. <laughs> yeah, right. Want to tell me I'm done? Jay Bruce was with Cleveland too. I, I, when, they, when they got the 22 game streak. Yes. Yeah. And he was with the, the Reds prior exactly to that. Exactly the wrong time. What do you mean? <laughs> he was with the Mets and he was with the Royals before that. Um, he, they got that 22 game win streak in September right before the playoffs and then just tanked oh, in the playoffs. Because yeah. they, I mean, they just were trying to win those games and then they were, ran out of gas yeah. by the time they got there. Unfortunate. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to do the wait for next year. Yeah. So, Twins. Uh, you think Twins keep it in the Central? I think they're doing a great job, too. And then how about the AL West? Uh, it's got to be Houston. I mean, it's got to be. got to be. It's got to be. All right. Right? It'd be, yeah. It's not going to be Seattle. It's not going to be Texas. They had some- It's not uh, going to be Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah, it's not going to be Los Angeles. And, it's not going to be the A's. And it's not going to be the A's. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I think, They got a pretty, pretty easy division this year. Uh, They do. So, I think it's going to be that. And I think that- uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rays uh, come from the wild card and win that uh, to go to the World Series. I would not be wow. surprised. All right. Strong words. I be- like it. I mean, we're we're big Rays fans here on Three Swings, so I like to hear it. Um, what then, do you think about this idea that they're going to split time? Be- that there is some Oh, that was weird. Between Montreal. Yeah. I, I don't know. That seems really odd to me. Here's what I, I didn't like about it is that they said they'd play the first half in Tampa Bay and the second half in Montreal to accommodate the weather. So you're telling me I get to root for my team for half the year. And then just bye-bye. And then later. S- see ya. Yeah. I that, don't get to now enjoy going to live games. That's, and uh, I, yeah. I, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. I think they that sounds like clickbait to me. Well, well, it got me. <laughs> yeah. It, it got, got you. You clicked. You made only it. Only because I wanted to see everybody's take on it. Like, sure. well, I can't be the only one that thinks this, this is, is crazy. This is insane. And, um, and then one idiot wrote that he thinks that they should do it uh, where the Rays should split time with the White Sox. And so when the White Sox are on the road, the Reds would play, not the Reds, the, the Rays would play in the White Sox stadium. <laughs> I Okay. Right. They're the Tampa Bay Rays. They should probably just play in Tampa Bay. That's kind of yeah. how I feel about it. Although I do like the, the nickname they've given them if they play in Montreal that they would call them the X-Rays because it's Expos and wow. Rays. I that do is, like, that's good. I do like X-Rays. That is good. That's nice. Yeah. But we could just have that thought and not actually do <laughs> right? it. Right. I know, might make a jersey and wear it around. enjoy it and then just not really do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I predict them against, okay. and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it for the Cubs. I think the Cubs are oh, gonna. Wow. I, I think they're going to because they're sucking now. Yes, and I think that they're getting the suck out well, of their system. Well, they've gotten a lot better. Their run differential is pretty great. All right, listen, they've gotten better than they they were. You know, just Th- saying this year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's your program. <laughs> it is my program. And then, but then you threw differential you, at you me. You think they they, they overcome the Dodgers? No, oh, that's a great battle call. of the terrible bullpens. No, I guess I don't. I have to. I have to believe in the Cubs. I do. Yeah. Okay, but I really, I think you might be. I think that the Dodgers are having one of those seasons, like the White Sox in two thousand five. Yes, I think the Dodgers are, ha- and kind of the Yankees but, are too. Yeah, but the, I mean, the Dodgers but you don't want have Yankees, been Yankees, Dodgers. I do. Look I would love to see that. Me the, I would like I'm, to see that. That would be fun. But I, the Dodgers have been having one of those seasons for three seasons in a row. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, if, unless they, the trade deadline is a big, is a big, big, big one for me, for the Dodgers. You want them to get some bullpen help, it sounds like. D- d- absolutely. That's really all they need though, right? That is literally all they need. Maybe a second baseman? Maybe. Maybe a second baseman? I don't know. They did that last year and it didn't do shit. Would they get Brian Dozier? Yeah. Yeah. I like Ryan Dozier. I mean, I like him too, but he he hit like 167. He did not do, do what the, they asked him to do. He didn't do anything. So yeah. I think it was just a big waste. And then they, <laughs> but also they need to not um, only field based on matchups. You and I talked about it at that game. I can't stand it. It's, it, I will never understand 
the benching the NLCS MVP for the first two games of the World Series simply because he's left-handed. Stupid. I'll, I'll, Stupid. I'll never, I'll never understand that. I, I, I'll never understand it. You, you, Your two hottest hitters. You and I will sitting on the bench for two games. We'll agree on this to the day we die. Okay, sounds like a stupid plan. <laughs> it is, it's a <laughs> for whole, Brian Dozier and right? Chris Taylor, two guys who are not hitting at all. I just because they're, they're right-handed. Left-handed. They're right-handed. Right? Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. So that that's that's my other issue with the Dodgers because you don't see the Cubs doing that. You know, they the, do it they, more than you'd like them to do. It. Sure, but they don't do it to the extent that. Dave, Dave Roberts, Roberts does. does that. I don't. I will say this. I, I will say I don't think that uh, Joe Madden is the wizard everybody claims oh, him to be. I don't be. think he is either. Um, I think, I think he's, he's not at all. I think he's fine. I think he failed upwards in that World Series. He got very lucky. Yeah, like he did. I'm not saying all of the Cubs did, but and and I don't know. I had Nick Francona on the show a couple weeks ago, who is the son of Tito, and I brought that up, and he was like, Cleveland had no business being there. So. I mean, because in my opinion, they were playing very well. They only lost one game on the way in. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, if Trevor Bauer doesn't mess with that drone, right? you have a very different World Series. Yeah. You have a full rotation. Does that mean that, that Cleveland wins? I used to think, yes, maybe not. I don't know. But their rotation was the big problem. Yeah. And once, they, once they'd seen everybody one time, that's when Chicago caught back up. Yeah, look out. Which, yeah, blowing a 3-1 lead is a lot different in baseball than it is in basketball. Because of pitching rotations. I understand. But, you know. Are you allowed to call him Tito? You're not uh, in the game. Everybody calls him Tito, though. Yeah. I'll always creep that one. All right. Real Son people. of Terry Francona. Thank you. <laughs> You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, makes, me, makes me more comfortable. Well, Jimmy, it's been absolutely wonderful well, having you on the show. Up, we end on me what? reprimanding you over yeah, nicknames? That sounds horrible. Did I not, rep- quote, reprimand you over pronouns on your show? Oh, God. And, I know and, you're still getting I, over it. I'm prepping for the amount of <laughs> tweets that I get about well, that. Well, that's why I did it, because I didn't want you to get a bunch of tweets no, about it. No, I'm going to get tweets that I, that I was dis- disrespectful to you. Well, like, that's why I said the things that I said on the podcast, so that people wouldn't do that, because no. you weren't, you were trying and I appreciate that. Yes. That's all anybody can do. Thank you. That's all anybody can do. That's all I try to do every you can single try. day. I wake up and try. That's all you can do. Wake up and try. That's well, it. Jimmy, let's wake up and try today. It's been wonderful having you on. It's my honor. Thank you for having me. Please, everybody, listen to Never Not Funny if you aren't already, because you should be, and you probably are. So, Thank you. Thanks, Jimmy. Play ball. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>